All right, good morning. I'm going to start this podcast by welcoming Ray from the Little St. Nick Foundation. I'm going to read it exactly so I don't mess it up because the little logo, I love it. They're adorable. Thank you for coming this morning and for sitting and chatting with me about your foundation. Thank you for having me. So tell me a little bit about yourself and why you're here and what started this whole thing because when I read a little bit about you, we met through a mutual friend and I, again, I said I love the logo. As soon as I saw it, I was like, what's this about? It's just so cute. And then I read it and I thought, oh my God, this little boy did this? And then I read your story. So I would like you to tell our guests, you know, what your story is and, and why you did this. Yeah. So it all began when I was four years old. I woke up one morning, had pain in both of my hips and I couldn't walk. So my parents took me right to our local children's hospital here on Long Island. Mm-hmm. And it was a very traumatic experience. I had no idea what was wrong with me, nothing to do to take my mind off of what I was going through. And luckily, I was able to leave the hospital at the end of the day. I had a rare hip joint disease called leg cap birthies, and I was able to deal with that outside of the hospital. I'm all healed now from it. But at the time, the most important thing was I was able to go home. Mm -hmm. And I said to my parents on the way home, what about those other kids they get to go home to? And they said, well, no, some kids have to stay in the hospital for days or months or years. And I couldn't believe that after my experience. So this was in the summertime. I kept asking, what can I do to give back? And with the holidays coming up, my birthday being Christmas Eve, I asked if I can give back my birthday and Christmas gifts to the hospital I was in. And my parents said, sure, we'll help you however we can. And right after I turned five, went back to the hospital, gave my gifts back, and it was such a great feeling I wanted to do more. So the following holiday season, not only did I give my own gifts, but I asked friends and family in my local neighborhood to donate toys. And I was able to give three times the amount of toys from the year before. So it was at that point where my parents said, well, if you really want to do this and you're collecting toys from people, we need to start a foundation, Mm -hmm. uh, which they had no idea. They do air conditioning heating. (laughs) So, uh, you know, it was a big learning experience for all of us. But uh, uh, a local herald did an article on me right after I gave my second gifts and they titled it Little St. Nick Gives Back. So uh, we said that would be a good name, Little St. Nick, and that's kind of how it it all began. So it went from a a a once-a-year toy drop-off to going to the hospitals with celebrities, donating a lot of toys on top of visiting kids' bedside and giving them specific toys. Oh, so you were able to go and see them as well, too? Yeah. Yeah, not just drop them off kind of thing, because it's still nice to donate, but also to see, I would imagine, their faces and their surprises and their happiness, which is the whole point, I would imagine, why why it brings you happiness, not just for you, but to see those smiles, too. Yeah, I mean, it gives you a great perspective. I mean, whenever Mm -hmm. we go to the hospitals Mm -hmm. and... We work with one hospital, St. Mary's Hospital for Children in Bayside, Queens. And, you know, those kids are still the same kids there today that were there when I was 12 years old uh, going to visit them. So they always look forward to us coming and we put on a big party where they're able to pick out toys, dance. We have a a singer come. They're able to get their face painted. And, you know, it went from that once a year drop off to going to the hospitals, visiting kids bedside to now having these hospital parties where kids are really able to be you know, in a different Kids. place and out of their normal realm. Yeah. And, um, you know, that that's kind of how it spiraled over the years. So now we have our gift bag program where every day of the year, any kid who enters a hospital that we work with receive a gift bag with a coloring book, crayon, stuffed animal, wow. and a get well card made by kids in their local community. Oh, that's beautiful. So that's kind of how our programs have unraveled over the years and was always my self-giving mm-hmm. with my parents helping carry logistics and local friends and family volunteers 
And 2016, I went to the University of Tampa to go to college, and I had no idea whether I wanted to just do this when I went home, or make it big, or just do something else in my life. Mm -hmm. And I was featured on a Nickelodeon documentary called The Halo Effect a few months before I went to school, which highlighted 10 kids from across the country who do community service work. And what was it called? Halo. The Halo Effect. Oh, yeah. I like that. Yeah, helping and leading others. I think it stood Ooh. for. That's still so, on. Uh, I think it was just a one-time. Oh, it thing. shouldn't just be a one-time thing. They should yeah. promote that. So more and more kids want to do this. This is beautiful. Yeah. So it was pretty cool. I was one of ten kids from across the country that we, everyone got their own individual episode, and a boy in St. Louis, Missouri, saw it while he was in the hospital with a broken leg, and he reached out to us and said, "I want to do what you do." So I said, okay, well, uh, you know, I don't really know how to mobilize this into St. Louis. Uh, you know, do a fundraiser. No, no, no. I want to do a toy drive, have a hospital toy event. I want to pack mm -hmm. the gift bags. I want to give out the gift bags. Everything so he, he saw. You for help. Right, everything mm -hmm. that he saw on the show he wanted to do. Mm -hmm. I said, all right, you know, I'll guide you. I'll send you some stuff. And my Thanksgiving break, I'll come and visit you. And we can put on a volunteer event and go to the hospitals. So we didn't really know what to expect because I was just kind of, I never met this kid. Right, right. He's 12 years old. He has a single mom. And um, I just had conversations with him and sent him some, you know, general things. And we get there and he organized 100 Honor Society kids that he didn't even know to come to a library space that he reserved to make get well cards, pack our gift bags, organize with four different 100. hospitals. Yeah. Wow. Organized with four different hospitals to give the gift bags to. Did a toy drive in October, which is hard to do, not around the holiday season. Mm -hmm. And then organized for us to go to one of the hospitals and have exactly what we do. Set up a wall of toys. Kids would come down, pick out toys, get their face painted, color in our shirts. Then we went bedside to the kids that couldn't come down. And it was a really big game changer for us to say, well, look how not how many kids... Uh, that this 12-year-old helped, but look, the 100 kids he inspired just by Correct. giving them that Correct. outlet to give back. Correct. So that's when we kind of said, what if we not only helped kids, but we inspire kids in local communities to do the giving back? Right. And then from that point on, I knew that this is what I wanted to do, and I wanted to scale this out in a big way across the country, but keeping that local feel of local volunteers, right, right, kids yeah. of all ages, no, giving to local important. hospitals. Yeah, because like I said, that... The hands-on is where it's at, too. Um, no, that's a, that's a beautiful story. And I, that's why I said about the halo. I'm like, why isn't that still on? Because yeah. we do need to be inspired by others. So thank you for being that source of inspiration towards that human being, yeah. you know, in another part of the country that you yeah. would never have met, I'm sure, you know, maybe by chance, maybe. But I'm sure going there, you had, like you said, a little apprehensions and, yeah. and you know, what could come of this? Maybe am I wasting my time? Maybe those thoughts came to your mind. Like, what am I doing? And then it turns out to be such a blessing afterwards, too. And maybe you learn something from the whole experience. Or, Oh, um, yeah. I mean, listen, he, he, me inspiring him. And then he inspired all of us to, to make this something that, you know, we never thought of because it was always myself giving. And mm -hmm. now it was all right. Well, just as I was a kid giving and thinking of ways that I could help kids my age. And now it has that touch still of other kids helping mm -hmm. other kids. And that's why we, the beauty of our get well cards in every bag, you know, it's not just a bag that's coming from some organization. It's, right, right. you know, you can see firsthand that, wow, another kid cares about me and that relationship to kid to kid is something that's special. That is cute. All right. So we've already discussed, you know, how you came across and how you've started this foundation. And thank you again. Um, tell us about like where you are now as a corporation, as a company, as a foundation, what, what's going on now? Yeah, so after we decided to make this big 
we first said, all right, let's get a larger board other than myself and my parents, mm -hmm. uh, people who can kind of help just guide us here. You know, let's get an actual business plan together. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, let's get an office that's not my dad's office for his air conditioning company. <laughs> um, so we kind of spent, you know, the next six months after that St. Louis experience getting everything set up and, and situated. And then we had our first real board meeting and we kind of said, all right, well, now what? <laughs> Here's what we've done in the past. Here's the, the toy drives and the hospital parties and the gift bags we've done. Uh, how can we make this simple for kids of all ages to volunteer and to spread this across the country? Because that was the initial thought was, great, we're here in New York, but we can make this be everywhere. We right. want, you know, just like we did in St. Louis, it was so easy to do that. And it just took giving kids an outlet. So we kind of now say, let's focus on our, our gift bag program because they're easy for kids to pack, mm -hmm. you know, we set up an assembly line format, start with the bag, putting in a brochure, coloring book, crayon, stuffed animal, a get well card, and then putting it into a box at the end of the line. So it's a great uh, team building exercise for kids to work together. At the same time, at another station, while these events are happening, kids are making get well cards, which adds that personalized touch. Right. Um, so we kind of said, all right, great, you know, let's have monthly volunteer events here in New York and see how it goes. We had a really cool story. A family received one of our gift bags in the hospital. So this so this was in, in June when we got our board together and got our office and said, let's make a plan. December, a family received our gift bag in the hospital with their, I believe he was five at the time, Cooper, their son, and um, totally changed everything them getting the bag. So they kept saying, who's this little St. Nick? We need to get involved. <laughs> Turns out my dad uh, was doing their air conditioning at the time, but no had way. no idea <laughs> who my dad was with little St. Nick. Wow. Um, and it, it is a small world. <laughs> yeah, we call, we call all this the power of St. Nick because everything okay, I like it. we do that's come to us, whether it's the St. Louis story or be on Nickelodeon or ringing the bell at the stock power exchange, all unsolicited, all just things coming to us and us going kind of with the good and the momentum of, of things. So they, they said we want to be heavily involved. We got three kids and we really want them to give back mm -hmm. and kind of become like myself. So we said, great. Ambassadors maybe. Yeah. Right. So they became our, our chapter leader family. And every month they'd put on a volunteer event with, you know, 20 kids from the local area here in Nassau County. They'd come to our office. They'd hear from Jake, who was the the, uh, he was 12 years old when he started doing it, and he would say, hey, I'm here because my brother got a gift bag, and we're here to help kids in hospitals. He would show them how to volunteer, and then they would take the bags to the hospitals every month and get dressed up for social media, and they would organize our drives. It was, mm -hmm. it was really cool to see that. So that's kind of how it evolved from there. It was, all right, how do we do this? Now we have this chapter leader family who said, great, let's, let's build on that having that you know mm -hmm. core base of kids that can inspire the other kids um and now you know it's not just a once a month volunteer event we have drives happening every week of the year at different schools whether it's hey schools are making get well cards they're collecting our gift bag items they're doing a fundraiser that we can use to buy gift bag items and then at the end of their driver campaign, they're able to actually pack the bags wow. and make get well cards at their school or, you know, we did an event um, here at the Freeport Arrows hockey team and they had the whole hockey organization of 150 kids 
making get well uh, cards wow. and packing gift bags. So I like that. We've kind of tailored it to be like, no, let's not be closed minded and have just a once a month volunteer event at our office mm -hmm. and kind of get stagnant. Let's get as many groups we can involved and go to them. Right. So maybe even inspiring others along the way. Yeah. So that's that's kind of how we pivoted. And that really happened after COVID because we did the toy drives every winter. Mm -hmm. uh, I was gonna. I was thinking yeah. that too. I'm like, what happened with COVID? What were the restraints there? Yes, or? I mean, you know, we we kind of did these gift bags. You know, 2017, 2018, 2019, we did the gift bag packing every month. We had our holiday toy drive of you know 40 businesses and schools just on Long Island. We'd collect about 5,000 toys in a month, oh, wow. and then we would throughout the year have these hospital toy giveaway parties. Mm -hmm. COVID happened. The hospitals didn't want to store the toys anymore. So now all right. these toys were taken up my dad's warehouse okay. <laughs> for his business <laughs> because we had nowhere to give them to. Right. Um, and then we couldn't have the toy parties either. So it was like, all right. But throughout all of COVID, even from day one of it, the hospital still wanted the gift bags okay. because it became an essential part it, of it, the hospital. Yeah. You know, when the kid gets a gift bag, immediately they're distracted. Too. Yeah. They're able to read the get well card, play with the stuffed animal, color mm -hmm. in a coloring book. Yeah. So then the parents don't have to worry about keeping the child calm or distracted. So then they're in they a better state them. of mind. Yeah, yeah. And then the doctors and nurses and staff who are working with them, now they have a distracted patient, <laughs> a family that doesn't have to worry about keeping the kid right. calm and can so actually they can interact. To what's going on, right. And it just makes the whole ecosystem of the hospital better. If you walk through the That's emergency. That's amazing that it's yeah. essential. If you walked, when you think about yeah. it, it's essential that yeah. they need that because of what it does to the family, yeah. from the child to the parents yeah. in one bag. Yeah. It's, and, the, and, the, and then the physicians and nurses yeah. dealing with the, because you, in dealing with patients, you know, you're dealing with their stresses and their tensions, not necessarily them. They're worried about their child, right? Yeah. And it's, it's such a simple bag that has such a big impact it's not it's less about what's in the bag and exactly. more about the meaning of it exactly and if you walked by it through the emergency department of cohen's every single kid is holding that get well card hugging that stuffed animal or wow, coloring yeah, yeah. and it's like it's such a peaceful environment it's, it's weird to see yeah uh, but it really does have have a big impact and you know that's that's kind of our goal is start with the emergency department because that's the most hectic mm -hmm. point of the hospital then go to you know, the kids that are coming in for treatments or for surgeries or the long-term units. We made a bag for long-term units of hospitals in honor of one of our board members' sons who um, was also in Cohen's for, I believe, four months. He ended up passing away at the age of seven. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he came to us while he was on our board and said, I, I think we can make a gift bag that can be for longer-term patients of all those essential items that the parents, while they're running to and from work to the hospital, that they forget. Mm -hmm. So we came up with the Nicholas Noto gift bag, which mm -hmm. you know includes things like a phone charging kit, a toothbrush and toothpaste, a lanyard for their ID badges, notebook and pen to write things down. Right, right. Um, so we always keep evolving with it based on what we think kids and families could use while they're in the hospital and all right. these different type of settings right who knew it would be an ex a cord for your phones to keep them plugged in type things that those were going to be essentials yeah. years ago but now right. they are they are the essentials right yeah <laughs> oh that's beautiful um that they you know turn something into being able to give kids something even more so um so for this holiday season what's going on now what are you what are you going to be able to do are you going in yeah. hospitals what's the 
Yeah, well, we we just had our fifteenth uh, annual golf outing and dinner. Okay. Uh, on October fourth, which was a big success. Uh, Great, raised, awesome. Where raised, was it? At the Sea Wayne Club in Hewlett Harbor. Okay. Raised a lot of money, had the most golfers we ever had. Um, you know, last year with COVID, we still had the event, but it was very tough. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, you know, for years, this was our only fundraiser. It was fundraise at this event, all the money we raised, we, we gave it away. Now we're kind of strategically partnering with hospitals to have that two way relationship where, you know, we're spending a lot of money and resources with hospitals. How can we best work together with hospitals to? Whether it's have our volunteers come into the hospitals to give the gift bags, interact, you know, have that kid on kid interaction in person mm-hmm. while the gift bags are being out there, or even just the general awareness of, hey, when you come into Cohen's or whatever hospital we're working with, here's, uh, you know, what you're getting from Little Saint Nick. So, we um, now that was our biggest fundraiser we just had. We launched an office in Tampa, Florida, at uh, the University of Tampa. I went to school. They have a entrepreneurship center that's one of the top 10 in the country um so they donated free office space to us we have interns down there we have a great volunteer base we have a new director of operations there and i think we have about uh five events planned just in december alone for the holiday season with different drives of businesses um with different schools to make get well cards and um you know just doing all these things but you know Saying the holiday season to us now is just like saying another day or another month really? because okay. every day of the year we're having um, these bags distributed in hospitals, and you know every week of the year now we're having these drives and campaigns to support the gift bags. It's more about the every day than it is that one time. Of right, and mm-hmm. you know we never had our after the first initial toy drop offs that were around the holiday season. We never had our our big hospital toy parties with the hospitals during the holiday season because they're bombarded with gifts then. Okay. It's, you know, in the spring and summer and fall months right, right, that right. no one's donating. Mm-hmm. So then they're dying for donations and the kids are right. in the hospitals saying, hey, nothing, it's, there's it's nothing April. here. <laughs> right. So, you know, that's that's the beauty of the gift bag. It's it's an everyday impact. And, you know, whoever is volunteering with us or our monthly donors or whoever is supporting us can know that they're making an impact every day of the year, not just around the holiday that's, time. Yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah. Thank you. All right, so tell us about um, some of the other blessings that happen through these gift bags. Who else mm-hmm. have you met through this process? Who else has joined the team? Yeah, I mean, it, it's pretty cool when we get people reaching out to us online saying, you know, my, my son or daughter is going through cancer. We got this gift bag, and just thank you so much. We had a great story happen this past March where a, a man, Brian Pritchard, reached out to us online and said, I've received this gift bag of Cohen's and I want to help. So I got on the phone with Brian and he was telling me how he's the executive director of South Oaks Hospital, which is a behavioral health hospital for for kids and adults. And he said, I couldn't believe the impact that this bag had with such Mm -hmm. simple things. But, you know, going to the hospital so often with my young son, you know, it makes a difference every time that we're able to go and get this bag and he said after 20 plus years in healthcare i thought you know we knew our patients and how to do things the <laughs> right way mm-hmm. but clearly we don't because this had such a big impact so his goal was to bring the gift bag to his hospital and we said great you know we never really worked with a behavioral health hospital before but you think about our gift bag it's all about mental health mm-hmm. it's all about changing mm-hmm. the mental state during a traumatic situation because you're, you're anxious because you're worried right. you're concerned there's all these things you know, 
pulsing through us, and especially yeah. you know the parents, the children. And I think from your perspective, you know, you're the one who thought these kids don't have anyone yeah. on a regular basis, 365 days a year, or however long they may or may not be in the hospital. You know, they need somebody. They need so. Thanks for thinking of that. But tell us more about this individual. Yeah. So we said, great. Let's let's do it, and let's tailor the items in the bags for what your patients want because it's different. You know, though these patients. I believe uh, the pediatrics are between 5 to 17, and, they're, and when they're admitted, they're there for at least two weeks. Okay. And then they also have outpatients that go there for treatment. Um, and, you know, when you think of the mental health and the mental health stigma today, you know, it's different when you're in the hospital for a broken leg. Everyone's very sympathetic and mm. wanting you to get better. When you're there for mental health, it's, oh, something's wrong with that person. <laughs> right. Um, they're kind of exiled from society, and, you know, people... Uh, view hospitals like South Oaks as a place you go if there's something wrong with you. Mm -hmm. And, you know, after talking a lot with Brian and seeing the impacts we can make, not just at the hospital, but in the communities, um, you know, by bringing that awareness that, hey, South Oaks is a place, it's okay to go there to get better. Just like going to, you know, a hospital like Cohen's for uh, another type of physical illness. So we said to Brian, listen, let's, let's do this. Let's tailor it towards your patients. We put a stress ball in there. We put oh. these anti-anxiety um, cards in there that actually a 10-year-old girl came up with this idea to make these uh, decks of cards of all anti-anxiety things because she had anxiety. Oh. Um, so we got those donated. Out of the mouth of babes. But, Out of the mouth of babes. Yeah. They, they know what works for them. So like yeah. listening to kids is... Uh, it's a good thing. Yeah. So we, we we tailored it a little bit to think of, you know, things, all right, you know, the stress ball, the anti-anxiety cards, uh, decks of other cards, like playing cards, things that they can do because mm -hmm. they're, they're there, you know, yeah. for two weeks at least. It's not just, you know, all right, great, you can color a coloring book in a few days and you're done with it. So we said, great, let's start this off. We had a our first bagpacking event for the South Oaks bag at their hospital with uh, probably about 50 of the outpatients came, made get-well cards, and packed wow. the bags for the inpatients, wow. which is really cool to see. And, and it also gave the outpatients a break from their normal routine. Mm -hmm. You know, now they're doing something to, to help others and to help kids that are in a situation that they could be in or they were in, you know, by being the inpatient. So, and on the first day, right after we left the hospital, I got a, a text from Brian and about an hour later, and he says, we just started giving them out, and one kid who we gave a bag to, looked at us and said, wow, someone actually cares that I have a mental illness. Aww. And, um, you know, it makes you realize that, you know, these kids need that love and support right. when they feel that, No you matter know, what their ailment is. Right, they feel yeah. like they're exiled. So, you know, Brian and South Oaks, they've raised over $13,000 for us since June. Wow. It's really been wow. a whole hospital effort to get behind our, our programs and they just really care about us and what we stand for. And now we're going to even be working with a lot of the youth groups and schools surrounding the South Oaks, Amityville area um, to kind of spread that word saying, hey, this is a place where it's okay to go to get help mm -hmm. if you need it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, these this is what's in these bags. And right when you enter South Oaks, you get this gift bag now. So it makes South Oaks a more welcoming place, we're able to help, and now to get kids in the communities to realize that this is a safe place to go, it's, it's been really great to, to be able to do that. And that's why we want to have these two-way relationships with hospitals, because the impact can be so much greater, especially when you go outside the hospital into the community with the kids 
helping other kids. Right, right. When it gets too corporate, even it's uh, and they're just doing their thing, and you know, <laughs> yeah, so. it's not the same. And yeah. th like you said, this doesn't just impact the children, which number one should be, you know, first and foremost, because we all need help at some point yeah. in time in our life, and it could be when we're five, it could be when we're seventeen, it could be when we're fifty-five. You know, things impact us and hit us differently. You know, depending on what goes on in our circumstances in life, and and if you're struck with something as a child and you have no alternatives but to just you know be there, it's lovely when people do care for you. You know, not everyone has a big family or or yeah. huge support system, but I think that's lovely with the communities helping out. Like it's a sense of family and community, and maybe you know giving back. And I don't know if do you think COVID maybe helped that that people are a little bit more loving and uh, out there to help. Yeah, I mean, you definitely feel that people want to come back together again and, and give back. And, and that's the beauty of why we want to create these relationships with hospitals is like South Oaks, you know, they, they ran a campaign times 800 employees and just the general awareness. Now people are saying, oh, great, I want my daughter to volunteer. Or I know this, mm -hmm. this Boy and Girl Scout group and they really want to get involved. Right. And it's all local. You know, we did uh, going down to, to Florida now, we did an event with the St. Petersburg Chamber of Commerce we had kids of all ages come, make get well cards, pack our gift bags, and we had a representative from the Ronald McDonald House locally wow, there come. Wow. And, big time, big time. And uh, take the gift bags to bring literally right down the road to the Ronald McDonald House. So I said to everyone, so you can't get more local than this. <laughs> you know, and, and that's our goal is, is to have that local feel where whether you're volunteering or you're donating, you know exactly where your time and resources are going to. Yeah, and I think people are also realizing that that giving back, that gratitude, all of those things that maybe we've taken for granted along the way because we have, we are a bit of a spoiled nation. We have everything, and maybe we think of ourselves and social media and, you know, me, 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 and what I want for Christmas and what I want for my birthday. But some of those things, uh, they don't always give back to you as you might think they do, and we're missing things, but it's in the giving back, I think, that we... Um, maybe feel better and we don't even know why I didn't even do anything for me I didn't dress up I did something for someone else and, and look at that it brought joy to my heart or soul or however you want to put that so thank you for inspiring so many people uh, where can people reach out where can they find you you know tell us your site tell us everything where can, where can people learn more about you yeah I mean we're on all social media platforms and we're okay. constantly posting about things happening events upcoming our website littlesaintnick.org has all of our information from you know, news and media articles to different ways people can get involved with volunteering. Um, you can reach out um, on our contact us submission if people want to volunteer. If people can donate on there. And what can um, they volunteer for? Like, what are they? Are there specifics on there? What they can volunteer for? Which types of jobs are available for them? Yeah, I mean, we have all different kinds of volunteers from making get well cards, packing our gift bags, organizing drives. Uh, you know, helping just around our office here in New York or in. Florida with different things that, you know, we may need help with, you know, we, uh, we're putting a big push out to engage with our monthly donors. So we're making these welcome packages. So we have volunteers helping us pack the welcome packages and, and give them out to our new monthly donors. And, um, you know, there's a whole plethora of things, research work. We do a lot of research into finding out, um, you know, who we can strategically partner with, mm -hmm. whether they're local grants or hospitals or schools or businesses to either do drives or collect items, 
do campaigns. So there's a plethora of different volunteer opportunities, whether it's physically in New York or Florida or remote. We have um, five graduate student interns actually up in Canada right now. Wow. Um, who their whole college curriculum course is around how can Little St. Nick improve our supply chain management? How can we more effectively collect our items and go about our processes better? So um, people people can help from, from all wow. over, which is pretty cool. Oh, it's beautiful. Well, thank you for being that person who came up with the idea and just um, blew it out, out, of, uh, out of the water, let's say, because I've had ideas. I've wanted to do something and wanted to make an impact, but... Um, how many kids could you say, well, do you have numbers as to how many gift bags you've given yeah. out over these years? I mean, I know for certain we've helped over 2 million kids since wow. two this million. all began. Only 2 million. Yeah. Okay. But, um, you know, uh, for every $8 we raise, packs one gift bag. Okay. So that's kind of how we always equate things and, and circle everything back to whatever we're doing, whether it's a fundraising event or we get a grant. It's great. Every $8, multiply that out. That's how many gift bags we can give out, and that's how many families we can impact. So, um, you know, it just keeps on going on a continual basis. I believe right now um, we're giving out about f anywhere from 500 to 1,000 gift bags per month between New York and Florida, depending mm -hmm. on the hospital demands. I know Cohen just reached out to us saying we're getting bombarded with patients right now and we'll mm -hmm. take as many as you guys can give us. So mm -hmm. on October 30th, we're going to have a volunteer event where kids can come. They're going to be in Halloween costume. We're going to make it a Ooh, fun. Where's this? Uh, we're going to do it at our office here in New York okay. on Long Island. And, um, you know, we're going to pack as many bags as, as as we can with the supplies we have and, and give a lot of that to, to Cohen. Are the adults really allowed us. to wear costumes too? Why not? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> More than Mary. Then maybe I'll come. <laughs> yeah, why not? Yeah, we can get the kids dancing. And, That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, I'm down. So thank you again for coming. And donations, though, they're always welcome on the website. Yeah, okay. yeah on our website, people can, can give, um, whether it's a one-time, on a monthly basis, or whatever it may be. And you know, underneath all of our donation options, we show how, how, how that donation is helping people, whether it's you know, $8 equals one gift bag and, and family served, et cetera. So uh, we're always in need of uh, monetary donations as well as you know, our coloring books, crayons, and stuffed animals to put into our gift bags. It's pretty cool now that we're doing these drives. We uh, organize flyers to give out to the schools or businesses to to promote it to their people to give. Mm -hmm. And uh, with Amazon, you can create a wish list and actually purchase the items and ship them directly to us. Wow. Um, so we've had a lot of people who have done drives for us. We've gotten these boxes from Amazon of, you know, 500 packs of crayons and it was from someone who was a part of the drive and it's made it simpler than ever and the beauty of amazon too that is pretty amazing is um they have amazon smile which it's free to sign up for anyone can do it if you have an amazon account and amazon gives um 0.5 of your purchase every purchase you make to a charity of your choice and wow. no extra cost i did not know that so uh, a lot of people don't know <laughs> i did not know that so um you know, it, it's another way that people can get involved and in, in fundraise for us at really no cost. So we're uh, always innovating and, and trying to come up with new ways to, to better what we do. And to make a difference. Yeah. Wow. That's awesome. So if anybody's listening, if anybody has any hospital affiliations that is looking yeah. to maybe bring this sense of joy and calm and to ease stress and anxiety, not only on the patient, but the parents and then the individuals at the hospital who are under, you know, a yeah. lot of stress themselves. 
it just makes it a little bit more uh, peaceful yeah. during a, a trying time for a family. Um, so thank you again for being that, that light in the world. And uh, I hope to see you soon at a lot of upcoming events. Yeah, well, thank you for, for what you're doing. This is a great podcast, and we um, you know, really hope that this will help us help more people. Me too. All right, thanks again. Awesome.